ABC Family presents an original movie classic. Hey everybody, welcome to the Underrated Podcast. This is a podcast where we discuss the films that we feel are underrated, underappreciated, or those that have slipped under the radar and passed most people by. Um, this show is a collaboration of friends, and together we are the Undercast Company. Today we're going to be discussing uh, 20... I want to say 2020. 20, uh, 2004 um, ABC Family originally film called Snow. It stars Tom Cavanaugh as um, St. Nicholas himself, but in a different kind of twist on on the the Santa Claus lore, and um, it I it's my choice um, for this holiday season because it's actually one of my favorite Christmas movies, um, and yeah, so that's what we're going to be discussing. Uh, I know that some people on this panel might not have cared for it too well, but we're going to be discussing that, and uh, so I. If you don't, guys don't mind, maybe I could start. So go for uh, it. <laughs> to kind of have a positive. Uh, you, wa- you, you want to introduce the, the 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 crew we got here real fast? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. So um, I am Ariel Ortiz. This is the bro. Hi. Hi. And then um, we got Alan Torres. Hey, what's up, everybody? And Derek McDuff. Yo. Alrighty. So so yeah, I'll start just. To start things off, um, this is, yeah, since it premiered on the ABC family long ago, now it's freeform. Um, it's gone through multiple iterations, I think, yeah. Um, but it was Fox anyway. Family when I was a kid. Yeah, Fox Family. Damn. ABC Family, and then, yeah, now freeform. Um, but anyway, so it stars um, Tom Cavanaugh, who I, this is how I got introduced. I know Alan, like, we, kn- we know him as the the main event um, villain of Flash, Reverse Flash. Um, boy. Yeah, our boy. Um, but yeah, this is how I got introduced him alongside Scrubs because he plays JD's brother. Um, oh, yeah. But, That's, how yeah, I knew. yeah. That's how I knew. Yeah. So I've always found this like just very, it's very cute um, Christmas movie. Um, I know it's just like, it's, at its core, it's a TV movie, but you know those ones get to get, in my opinion, get the time. Most some of them have that special spark that you know allows them to shine in that kind of media, and um, yeah, it's always been my favorite Christmas movie. Um, you know, still now watching it today just tells us this interesting like kind of twist on on the Santa Claus lore in a way of of um, the story that he tells in the middle of basically the first Santa Claus was this miser that got cursed. Um, and then eventually to, to give a, give away his, his um, riches essentially. And then eventually started to fall in love with it and then became, you know, a caring person. And then that curse slash now gift got passed on from generation to generation. So yeah, it was it was like it was always a very nice um, break in the in the in the classic um, Santa Claus story of of um, you know here comes Santa Claus and and Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street to me and so I kind of grasped it like that and then yeah like like I said I I love Tom Cavanaugh 
and, and it, yeah, like it, uh, that's this is what made it very jarring to see him as a bad guy, but on the Flash, but he plays it so well, and then like he's just, he's just like such a really interesting like actor that that um kind of like is very is very um I want to say expressive in his face and that and then and he's just like. I'm so glad that like in the flash now he gets to just like play all these different versions of Harrison Wells and just gets to like, just, just show to his full bounty, like all these like different characters that he could play and stuff. He's such, he's a pretty good character actor, but, but yeah. So um, that's why I chose it and it's my pick and I, I recommend it. Mm -hmm. So Maybe go Derek. <clears throat> let's let's hear Derek. <laughs> oh me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, as um, we talked about in White Christmas. If you didn't know, it, and, um, um, Derek hates Christmas. I do. So it's we yeah. brought him onto the podcast. Yeah. No, yeah. We, we, on our on my my other podcast on um another um under cast company production of you've never seen um for this month of Jan of December. Um, me and Derek discussed White Christmas, and in that episode, if you go back and listen to it, please, um, he kind of revealed that he's not really a, a person of uh, of classic Christmas spirit. I, I'll say, yeah, spirit, well, I was joking. joking. <laughs> I was joking. I regular Scrooge. I played he's an alternative. Yeah, I played. Uh, actually, I played Scrooge once in oh a play. Oh my gosh! Uh, Yay! So you just, perfectly you just step cast. into all of these like. The more I get to know you, like we've known each other for like almost five years, but then there's always stuff that pops up, and like, of course, of course. <laughs> like you know, like I mean, yeah, te of course, technically Derek. it was Scrooge when he was young, but still, like it counts. Um, mm. But yeah, uh, like you guys were saying, I am a fan of more kind of of the like alternative Christmas stuff. Like, um, you're not going to catch me listening to like the Mariah Carey Christmas song or like Jingle Bells. Uh, I would much rather be listening to. You know, something by like a Christmas song by the Killers, or like you know, even something Waitresses. like. Sure, or that like song it... is dope. That, 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 I'm kind <laughs> of on you with that. There's a song by the Waitresses they always play on karaoke over here around Christmas time, and that's like the only Christmas song I like. <laughs> it's like about missing Christmas. So like, I guess we'll do it next year, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> or like even something like you know, like Jingle Bell Rock, like Chuck Berry stuff like that. You know, and I'm the same way with Christmas movies. Um, when it comes to Christmas movies, I don't like the stuff typically that is just kind of like, oh, like it's Christmassy and here's Santa. And and I like the stuff that is kind of the more like offbeat alternative Christmas stuff. Like, What's your take on Home Alone? I was just thinking about that. Oh, yeah. I, I haven't seen it actually since I was a kid. I liked it when I was a kid. Um, when you were a kid. Okay. I don't know if I would like it as an adult. I'd, I'd have to go back and rewatch it. I actually just yesterday for the first time saw um miracle on 34th street the remake from the 90s um yeah. that's that's another thing that was also another christmas movie that uh I, you know I, so i don't really like the kind of like here's the traditional christmas stuff i like things like die hard or um i think a movie that needs more respect as a christmas movie that like we talked about on the other podcast is catch mm -hmm. me if you can um yeah. so those kind of mm -hmm. christmas movies that do something a little different um because i feel like christmas movies can be a little saccharine and as a and this movie was very 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 saccharine. It was very much just like okay here it's like it was just like a lot of just kind of Christmas 
Christmassy, like, like really just like hitting you over the head with it. Um, it wasn't what I was expecting. Um, I really thought it was going to be a more kind of like, and like one of those movies you see, like I was thinking, oh, it's like an original Christmas original movie, like on a TV channel. So I was thinking like the Hallmark original ones where it's always like, there's a guy who like, he doesn't have the Christmas spirit. And then he meets a lady who's a nice lady and she owns a baker. She's like a baker. And then like, she warms his heart or whatever. And, you know, and that's what I thought it was going to be. Like a Hallmark joint. That's what is it, Christmas Yeah. Right? Is that the Christmas one? Inn? No, holiday, no, holiday Inn. Holiday Inn. No, not Holiday Inn. The one with um. Oh, Hallmark Joint, dude! I love yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, damn it! I, I, oh, I can't remember it. But yeah, it, there's but, like a, tr- a, tr- a trilogy of it. Meet the fuckers. There's like oh. a million of them. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. but I so I thought it was gonna be that, and I thought like okay, like I thought Tom Cavanaugh was gonna be like a salty guy, like. And then he was going to meet this nice lady and like she was going to warm his heart. And she's like, this is what Christmas is really about. And um, when he was like young, hot, quote, quote unquote, Santa Claus, and I, and I was not what I was expecting. Um, I think it and part of the reason I was expecting that, um, other than that, just like every Hallmark Christmas movie is I feel like Tom Cavanaugh is best when he is kind of like a little bit of a like salty dude, like like he's. You know, on Scrubs, he's kind of like, he's kind of a trickster who's got kind of like a little bit of a rebellious streak. You guys mentioned how he was like the villain on The Flash. Um, I I don't think he's, he's kind of got one of those faces, you know, where he's just kind of like, almost like a punchable face. And he doesn't oh. seem like the oh. most sincere guy. Mm. Not like he's like, you know, like, he's just kind of like one of those guys who you just get, seems like, you, you know. You need to watch The Flash like a, because you get the whole spectrum of of Tom Cavanaugh. You get <laughs> the evil Tom Cavanaugh, which I didn't think that he was it would pretty pull off because from seeing him in this and then in Scrubs of just like he's a fun loving guy. How can he be yeah. a bad guy? And then he just blows it out of the park. But then yeah, then he's like explored like the grumpy guy and then, yeah, he, but then he also, seems like, mischievous is the best way I can put it. You know, like he's kind of mm-hmm. like he seems like kind of he's, he's got kind of like one of those just kind of like he's like a little bit of a trickster. Like he's got that little bit of that Loki vibe, you know? That's yeah, kind of what yeah. I was expecting from him here, and it wasn't that at all. And um, I don't, I, honestly, it was hard for me to get through this movie. <laughs> I don't want to rag on it too much because I know you love it, Ariel. Um, and I try to always, you know, be like, okay, here's like, you know, every movie is <laughs> like somebody loves. I just, it was really hard for me. It was Except just like so the most. It was... <laughs> it was. It was just the most like made for TV thing I've ever. And there was, like, I I I think it's interesting when a lot of Christmas movies do the same thing where they're like, okay, we're gonna like explain the lore. Like, there's always a scene like in Miracle on 34th Street where they're like, okay, how does Santa get to all these places? And like in Miracle on 34th Street, it's like Santa can slow down time. And in you know after Christmas, it's like the elves have this whole operation. And this one, it's like Santa can travel through mirrors. And I'm like. <laughs> that's an interesting wrinkle to the lore and like had it had and it was like oh santa came about because of a wizard's curse and it was like there is some interesting world building going on in this movie that's like the we- there was some weird stuff that i was like this is some weird additions to the santa claus lore uh it was just like okay all right he- santa can travel through mirrors why not like that's 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 a thing uh i think it was also interesting this is this is more just kind of like interesting than like it's necessarily bad or good, but like all three of the leads, I was like, I know you from something. Like Tom Cavanaugh, I knew kind of going in because we talked about it before before that like he was from Scrubs because I kind of like was like, oh, what, what's he from? Oh, he's from Scrubs for me, 
And then I had seen like a little bit, like I watched the Crisis on Infinite Earth crossover, so I saw him in that in the Arrowverse. Same thing with uh, the romantic lead, um, Ashley Williams. I was like, what the fuck do I know her from? And then I um, looked it up, exactly, How I Met Your Mother, and she's the kind of, that the, the baker that Ted falls in love with, who's a recurring mm-hmm. character in a couple of the seasons, who I think, and me and Alan kind of talked about this, that like that's who Ted should have ended up with because she is yeah. great. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. oh, she, was a, she was dope. Yeah. She broke yeah, heart, like, though, Classic Schmelsby. Yeah. I mean, uh, she like she kind of, you know, I think she had a point like, hey, you know, that like I'm not going to get to it, but like I, I was on her yeah. side. Um, and then uh, the, the guy, Buck, who's the, the, like sleazy, just like he's like, a big game hunter who's like hunting reindeer and he brought one from the North Pole down to the this the uh this whatever version of this bizarro version of the Santa Ana Zoo or San, yeah, San, San Diego Zoo. Santa, Santa, no, Santa, Santa Ana Zoo. Zoo. That's, you live right, that's next right to across it. the street. You should, you should, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now the stalkers are gonna find me. <laughs> um but yeah, the uh, the San Diego Zoo, it was like the like cause they were they were kind of like a weird version of San Diego, like San what was it, Santa something? I don't know. It was, it was supposed uh, to be San Diego. San, San Ernesto. Yeah. San Ernesto. Um, but like, yeah. Um, but yeah, like the the bad guy Buck, who was just like this really sleazy guy, who was maybe her ex boyfriend. I don't know. He was just like I was like I was like, where do I know this guy from? And I was like, oh shit, Patrick Fabian. He's Which in Breaking is. Bad. Huh? So like, he's um he's um um. He's in a lot of things where he always plays a bad guy, essentially. Okay, he's 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 really good. Like they're all good actors. Like they're all in other stuff. Yeah, and I, yeah. You know, think they just caught him early in their careers. Like mm-hmm. they're they're all they're all kind of like underrated actors. I feel like they none of them have really blown up. Like Patrick Fabian is you know a recurring like almost re- he's like a regular on Breaking Bad, but he's not really a ma- uh, major character. But he's always really is good at that. Um, no, I think you're thinking. Better sorry, Call Better Call Saul. Saul. That's what I, yeah. I keep saying. I'm Breaking Bad. Yeah, Better Call Saul, the, mm-hmm. the spinoff. He's really good on that. Um, I love that show. And uh, so it was, you know, it was like, okay, they they were doing what they could with this movie. Um, so I'll, I got to give them all three of them their credit because uh, I, I did believe their performances, even when it was just like, he's like, yeah, we're going to go and live in the North Pole. And I was like, bro, you kissed her like 10 minutes ago one time. Like now you're moving off to the North Pole. Um, love but i you know <laughs> uh, it, it wasn't exactly a brief encounter but like sure but yeah i don't know i don't i don't want to harp on it too much um i just it was it was it was not my kind of christmas movie uh it's it's not going to become a staple for me i'll just put it that way uh i don't know if, like uh, yeah that's 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 all i'll say i, guess. I we're gonna, it's going to become like a now a yearly thing of us trying to like Create, find you a staple yeah because it's like i didn't get in in white christmas you're like i could put it in the background when i'm like cooking din- christmas dinner i'm like what <laughs> like well you know you always have you know you know when you're like at christmas and you have a movie in the background like that you have that's why a christmas story is always like on you, you never sit down and watch a christmas story but it's always on at christmas yeah but okay <laughs> well, it'll yeah, be yeah. an ongoing thing. Will be an ongoing. Yeah, I mean, my roommate, my roommate just tried to do the same thing with Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, the Richard Attenborough version, and, and it did not. It did not work for me. But there is one Christmas movie that is actually a regular Christmas movie that I like, and that's Arthur Christmas. But yeah, yeah. if you guys can find me another one, I would, I would love it. But um, this, this didn't exactly do it. Mm-hmm. So, Alan, what, what do you think? Because it, it's our boy. The whole like Santa Claus lore thing. I was gonna ask like, what is your guys's like 
I guess, go to? Like, what's your favorite, like, Santa Claus lore thing? Like, there's the mirrors, and then there's, like, the... I don't know what else you guys said. Like, there's the... <laughs> like, the like Santa thing. Claus, the Santa Claus, too. Like, like I don't know if... Uh, that's the thing that I want to know about Santa Claus. Like, Santa there's Claus, some like, weird lore in the to, Santa Claus. Does, Santa, does, the, mm-hmm. does Santa Claus have to die? To the other for the other Santa Claus to become Santa Claus, that's the thing. It's in the clause. You gotta look at it. Yeah. You gotta read also, it. Also, like <laughs> he, like how did no one else get have? How did Santa never fall off the roof before in all the times? Because it seems like that someone would do that. Yeah. Like also, the elves saw man. him before he fell off the roof. So did they know that was gonna happen? Because like, the elves are the real no, lobbyists. I guess it's just like if somebody put, comes What's back in like you know they just are the santa claus like that's the whole thing of like you put on the suit you're the big guy that's it like we don't question it like it's like freaking like uh, if a dictator came in and like r- drove out another dictator the the people of that country are basically like yeah you're our leader <laughs> they wear red but, hats and but no anyway i do like the santa claus but that's um but my i think my favorite lore is this one actually i think that's why it grabbed me so so much as as like it still does is just this this um interesting kind of take on like at you truthfully i think this is kind of now now looking at it today i think this is it has an analogy to beating the beast in a way where you know you have a miser kind of you know putting the curse on this guy but then instead of him like basically like withering away he actually becomes like you know a better person for it um without the girl's help in in this case but then you also have like that gaston character of a of a hunter as well so and being the beast is my favorite disney princess movie so that might be also really i didn't know that, that. entangled yeah i yeah, it was yeah, a good story mm-hmm. the so, yeah i think maybe that's kind of like a this also has like a twist on the beating the beast <clears throat> kind of like in in an analogy but this is my favorite santa claus lore i guess that one singular story that he told, yeah, that was yeah. a really good story. Well, what's your Santa Claus lore? Favorite Santa Claus lore? <laughs> movie. Gotta look at the shelf. Do I have anything? You don't <laughs> well, have anything. It doesn't specifically be a movie. It can be like a show or. I have the polar. Or whatever. Uh, shit, this is a hard one. Uh, I it ha- Polar Express doesn't know. It doesn't have a, a Santa Claus. It's just Santa anymore. Claus. Yeah. I think just Santa Claus. That's has the thing with the bell. What's yeah, that? That's more about belief. What's of the, what? Of in Santa Claus? What? Um, the one. Fred, Fred, Christmas, Fred, Fred Claus. Claus? <laughs> yeah. Fred, Fred Claus. Because it like, is an interesting, yeah. Like I relate to it. Fred Claus. Yeah. Like that brother. Everyone wants to die. What? I've not seen that movie. Nobody likes Fred Claus. That's why he's like the. the, Yeah, they're like, "Fuck you, Fred. You're not Santa. Santa's the one that gives us the." Yeah, I know everybody's addicted to Fred Claus, but yeah. But Fred Claus, you know, he's like. I don't remember the movie. (laughs) Nobody remembers Fred Claus. (laughs) Fucking Paul Giamatti doesn't remember Fred Claus. Paul Giamatti was a good Santa. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I'm going to sound like a broken record, but it's Arthur Christmas. Like, that's, 
It's that I love all the shit they do with that. You movie. believe in a militaristic Christmas? No, that's a militarized a, North Pole. That... Like it's it's because it's got like the I the history. It's like oh, back in the old days we had this Santa, and like you know it's got the old guy who's clinging like the the Grand Santa they call him, who's like clinging to the old ideals. But then you've got you know Hugh Laurie Santa who's like St- Steve who's like oh this is the new way we're gonna do it. It's all militarized, and it's like neither of you guys are like focusing on what really matters, and it doesn't really matter how. The present gets delivered. It just matters that the kid gets it. And I think that's kind of like the most interesting thing. It's like, yeah, like there's all these bells and whistles and then do a cool job explaining it. And that was kind of like what the trailers focused on was like, oh, this will tell you how the, the every kid gets a present. But that doesn't really matter. What matters is that like the kid gets the present. And I think that was like really the cool message that while well, they explained it and like, there's like, yeah, it's been this way a hundred years ago and it's been this way now. And like this Santa got seen during World War II they, they that stuff is all explained really cool but like it's like that doesn't really matter capitalism it's just like who cares about any of this like it's it's just that like um like the kid gets the president the kid is happy Santa's and it doesn't matter exactly that's what i'm saying it's not like miracle on 34 that was my problem with miracle on 34 street it's like capitalism is bad oh, for this company propaganda. but it's good for yeah but it's good for this company don't worry don't worry like it's like if there, there's this one big evil corporation we don't want them to succeed but this other big evil corporation, they're the good guys. Like, okay. Sorry, I that's... I didn't realize how many Christmas movies I've never seen. <laughs> like, every one you guys are dropping, I'm like, I've never seen. Never seen. Yeah. But, um, but what, what were your thoughts on this movie, Alan? Oh, I th- um, thoughts on it? It was... Kind of difficult to get through, I'll be honest. I would say the first 20 minutes. The first 20 minutes, I was kind of like, oof. Because it, it, it just it starts, and I kind of felt like I was watching a Christmas episode of like a show. Like It just kind of started, and I was like, oh, okay, all right. It's, it's an ABC running. family joint, you know? Exactly. <laughs> 25 days of Christmas. It's Yeah, it has that TV yeah. show vibe, TV movie vibe. Yeah, I mean, I, I I realized that Tom Cavanaugh was like the James. Is it James? James Marsters? No, James Marsters. He's like Marsden? the Cyclops on X Men. Marsden. Yeah, James Marsden. James oh, Marsden. my boy, young Professor X, sexy Professor X. No, what? No, no, no. That, that's uh, that's James, James McAvoy. McAvoy. Oh, wrong. Okay. Wow. Oh, oh, it's 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 no, and it's he's shitty it's Cyclops. Cyclops. Okay. Yeah, Cyclops, like. I felt like Tom Cavanagh and James Marsden were like always in these movies, like these like straight to TV movies, and like they were always. I felt like they never had the chance to really branch out. Now, like now, Tom Tom Cavanagh he has like all these amazing opportunities on the Flash to show his like acting chops and stuff. So I was really happy to kind of like see that later on because I always looked at him in like these old movies where I'm like he's probably a really good actor, but he's always just so like. Gotta be cutesy and look at me, I'm Santa Claus. After watching, I was like, "It's cute. It's definitely like a, a cute Christmas movie kind of thing." Like, uh, plot is just—it's all like just cute and like same Christmas and everything. And, like the more you guys are mentioning all these Christmas movies, I'm like, "Damn, I don't think I can say much on this because I don't watch many Christmas movies." I think the only things I think I watch Christmas are like Batman Returns and like 
Christmas episodes of like that in the animated series. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's a cute movie. Man. My girlfriend jumped in and was watching with me, and like she really dug it, and she was like, "Oh, this is really cute," and I like it, and and I was kind of <laughs> like, "All right," and I was watching with her, and I was like, "Okay, you know what? It's, it's horrible, but <laughs> right." It was one of those things where I was like, "I have to punch a wall to like feel like a man." <laughs> Oh. <laughs> it's an insult to your masculinity. Uh, have to remind yourself what you are. <laughs> this Christmas shit. What are your thoughts? My thoughts? <clears throat> it definitely has that. I think what kind of made me melt my brain a little bit was the straight to TV vibes that it gave off. And I remember seeing this movie a little bit years ago and it didn't feel nearly as old as it did now watching it i don't know if i was just watching it on a newer tv or whatever or whatever is just old and then it was yeah but this it's very simple it's christmas i think he doesn't i think he does an all right job at being a quirky little scott pilgrim santa claus that he is <laughs> in the uh, I, I, it's, it's very cheesy. I think it's just one where you watch during the Christmas season. If, um, you know, you, you do have a, a partner or a significant other and you'd be like, Hey, you watch Christmas movies. And then this could be one that you watch. It's cute. Yeah. It's like Alan said, it's cute. It's cute. And it has, it's very simple. It has those vibes, um, especially with characters like the hunter who always plays that character. And then you just have the that was a weird um subplot, I guess, with him and the uh the rich dude that was paying oh, yeah. to have a reindeer well, killed. Like, like, oh, I love that rich dude. He's a- <laughs> <laughs> he was so horrible. I loved him. He was just Relatable? like you drive a hard bargain. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's like you got a deal. So, that part was so ridiculous. He he trapped this flying reindeer and he's doing these like he's almost flying because he has these accelerated jumps and he's catching <laughs> some serious air. He's like, I'll give him to you for twenty thousand dollars. Like, I'll about half of that. Now, like, what the fuck? Wait, <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> some, that's some Trumpism business. Mentality, right there. I, yeah. What, 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 like, um, the art of yeah, it's the yeah, art of the deal. You go, like, <laughs> yeah, all right, you want me to buy this? For Listen, 20? I will hunt the reindeer for half of that. All right, all right, that's what I want. That was good. I've never heard that before. <laughs> I don't think that was a good impression. Thanks. <laughs> so, it's like you you sell them for 20,000. You got to go for 10,000. I'm gonna buy it off you for 10,000. That's how much this flying reindeer is worth from Santa Claus. What the and then uh let's see what else um the the cast it's kind of cute seeing how santa claus comes into the comes into all of these people's lives and he makes them happy like he 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 gets that old dude to you know after like 20 years of uh, since this, for this this woman yeah he finally got to lay down oh, with her yeah. on christmas eve Nice. And, like go to Paris. The, the, yeah, the horniest old man. Yeah, guys trying to like. He had like a really smooth line though. He's like, "I don't need this wine because I'm so intoxicated by your looks." And oh you know. my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, 
has it's good for them, you know. Um, and and uh, yeah, the, on Christmas. <laughs> the other family um, with the young boy, and um, he he's like, my mom's always working. She's never home, and and then it, you know it's like, hell yeah, she's an essential worker. You know, she's she's <laughs> a boss. She's she's awesome. Uh, and he knows she's awesome. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's just good to, you know, it's like that kind of stuff. That's just cheesy Christmas stuff. Uh, in terms of Christmas tradition, Chris, like watching this annually, I'd say if you if you watch this movie with like all other Christmas movies, yes. To me, though, it doesn't really stand out too much. It's very, it's enjoyable just to see the quirkiness of the two main characters, the love interests. It's it's like that for me it's like the same reason why people watch Hallmark movies. Mm-hmm. It's just cuz you want to feel. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, uh so Bro, go watch a Requiem for a Dream if you want to feel. <laughs> if you want to feel, feel like shit. Way. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, I mean I definitely understand that. I mean that I, it's it, it this is the kind of movie that I tap into when I, you know, like it's that Hallmark movie, but it it just always like this in the sequel, um, because there's a sequel to this movie called um Snow Two Brain Freeze. Um, yeah, oh man. A, um, <laughs> but it's it these these movies just like really um you know like lighten my heart and and. It is yeah, definitely. If you're looking for that Christmas movie, then then this is perfect for you. Like if you're you know you want to just dive into like the the you know the lightheartedness of Christmas and what you I know it's really hard, especially for this year, to kind of find that. But you know, it, it's a good movie to to watch for that. And like I know that it's, it's not some people's cup of tea. It's got the and, Christmas like, spirit. Yeah, as you know, a lot of people like kind of like find it a little bit harder to find that Christmas spirit nowadays. It's definitely is a movie that you know, like with um Alan's girlfriend, just like just oh, it's you know, it's a lighthearted movie because people love him. Like you know, when he went up to the attic, like you know, Mm -hmm. he's he just never got down from the attic and. I didn't hear you telling him to come back down from the attic. You're too busy staring at, you know, just like she was. I know, because he has a very beautiful blue eyes. You, oh, I His blue say- eyes weren't what she was staring at, dude. How could she even see anything of those baggy-ass pants, though? I couldn't see anything because it was pitch black on the TV, and it was the movie was old, and I was like, it just looks like void to me. It's because the app, I have a DVD that I need it. Oh, the HD storage. where you can see it? Like well, it, you know that's a better quality of video, but um, <laughs> there was but, there was some effects in this too that like straight up looked like like they made the rock hey. scene, the mummy two look like like fucking incredible. Like it was like some PS one graphic reindeers. Not true. That's yeah. not oh, true. I'm, uh, I, I disagree. It was PS two. It was PS two. That I watched it and I said it's not that. I mean, for 2004 standards, TV ABC Family. I mean, it's like. Obviously, it's not bad. Well, I mean, it's bad. It was, uh, it was, it was, it was te- solid. It was a yeah, texturing issue, not a you know, uh, actual 
It was there was textual. there was a couple scenes that I was just like, oof. They didn't have the photogrammet. Oh well, are you talking about reindeer or mirror technology? Because the mirrors were a little both. The reindeer were perfect. <laughs> Motion captured. They just didn't have the uh, photogrammetry. But, it was um, like Power Rangers like graphics for the time. Yeah, yeah. it was like yeah. Ninja Storm graphics. <laughs> whatever Power Rangers was on at the time. 2004, you know, they did Space what they can. But anyway, so <laughs> if you're looking for that kind of movie, you know, that these two um, in the corners here uh, don't really care for, you know, then then look no further than Snow and and hopefully, you know, the sequel as well. So um, I know you guys is like kind of like might not recommend this, but I do. I'm not gonna lie. Like, like I said, when my girlfriend jumped on to watch it, she was like, kind of like, "Oh my god, it's so cute!" And we we're getting into it, like watching. And I was like, you know what? Like, it does give you that Christmas spirit. Like, I kind of like brushed the screwed off of me, and I was like, "All right, this is kind of cute. It's, it's fun." And again, like I used to watch a lot of Christmas stuff as a kid. Now, not as much, but like, it kind of did give me that like. All right, it's Christmas time. Yay! It makes you feel like a kid so, again. Like, you know, especially like if you just want to have it on in the background or you're just having a Christmas marathon, you're like throwing the Santa Claus and Batman Returns. We'll just watch Batman Returns. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there, I, I, now I'm thinking about there's. I just want to mention there's. Uh, I want to throw out a couple traditional Christmas movies that I do actually enjoy um, because I there's a couple adaptations of A Christmas Carol that I think are pretty rad. Um, Scrooged with Bill Murray that is kind of halfway it walks the line between traditional Christmas movie and kind of alternative Christmas movie. Uh, Muppets Christmas Carol because everything in the Muppets is fucking great. Yeah. You've, got, you've got Michael Caine as a great Scrooge. Um, and then there's a new one that just came out this year that I want to know if you guys have seen called Happiest Season that I think is a pretty solid movie. It's one of those, it falls in the category of just kind of like better than average rom-coms um, that I had been watching a lot of for um, a couple months ago. And this one, Happiest Season, definitely falls into that category. Um, uh, uh, so it's kind of just like, you know, a Christmas rom-com, um, but it's kind of a, it's it's nice because it's an LGBT um, Christmas rom-com. Like, uh, it's about two women in a relationship and, She's going home to kind of meet the family, and oh, we just Christian saw the ad. We just saw it's, the commercial. For this. It's yeah, it's, it's on a, Hulu. Yeah, it's a Hulu original. It's a you know, um, it's and I just saw this tweet that I was like, I related to a lot, where it's like somehow they managed to cast every per, every person I've ever had a crush on in this movie because it's like the cast is like Aubrey Plaza and Mackenzie Davis and Kristen Stewart and like uh, Allison Brie. It's just like it's it's a really solid cast. Um, you know. The mom is Marine uh, Marine Steinbro, Steinbro. Um but yeah, it's 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 a really it's it's a just you know it's kind of like yeah, this is a solid rom com that's Christmas themed. It's nice to because that is kind of like Christmas movies. There's not a lot of representation like that, so that was really cool too. Um, so you know that's one I would definitely recommend if you're looking for something that is this, it's a Hulu original. So if you're looking for kind of an original. Um, kind of made for TV slash made for streaming one. That's one I gotta throw out for everybody. It just premiered um, about a couple weeks ago. So yeah, nice. I'm, you know what? I'm surprised you guys haven't brought up um, Love Actually. Isn't that like a big 
That one's rom com Christmas movie. I haven't seen it. Uh, oh, British. Uh, does it's hey. not one that I've ever gone out wanted to go out it's of my way to see. British people. <laughs> You're just like not connecting at all today. Uh, but but yeah, it's um, I I enjoy it. It's very sad, bittersweet. It's definitely I think encapsulates kind of like. What, this movie real or people? love actually no love actually oh, okay um like what really um kind of like that like that that the christmas season yeah brings joy and stuff but things are not as perfect as you would like during the season like kind of like brings a little bit of reality to it you know you have like i i yeah you have like you know the character that gets cheated on and then the one that's like has to take care of her brother so she kind of like puts her her life on hold, the um, you know the, the one that that loves essentially his best friend's wife, and yeah, so I I enjoy love actually. I mean, yeah. I've only uh, seen parts of it, but um, uh, our our former uh, uh, cast company member, well, he's still part of it, but you know he's gone for the time being. Fred, that I think I'm gonna speak for him. I think that's his like his favorite. Christmas. Oh, that's awesome! It, like legit, if, if he was here, he would have been like, "Love Actually is the best fucking Christmas movie." Now, let me tell you guys right now, what oh, this is what's up. All right, Love Actually is the best. Yeah. Legit. Oh no, he I'm very surprised, that. but I'm very, I'm very, um, I, I love that he likes Love Actually. You know, it's a very nice surprise. No, he, he, he loves it actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, that was good. That's cute. Do you have a, a favorite Christmas movie? Um, I did say one of them. Kind of basic, but I guess after rewatching Home Alone, mm-hmm. the first or the second one, both, both, yeah. I like the I like both actually. Mm-hmm. It's kind of strange, but the I just one is the reason why we're not alone. Um, but besides those two, probably Arthur Christmas as my animated. You have to love all of the original. Um, um, Bergen Rants. Yeah, those those stop motion animation ones. Yeah, those are those are are classics. Watch those every. Santa Claus is coming to town. No, the year without a Santa Claus. Heat miser and mm-hmm. uh but those for movies I think that's pretty much it. Uh I'm trying to think of anything off the top of my head. I think that's trying I mean Die Hard. No, Die Hard is a good movie. Die Hard is a mm-hmm. good movie. But yeah. Yeah. Besides this one, definitely the, the classic um claymation ones. Dang. There's there's a lot. Like we, we have a lot of Christmas movies that, that we you know, cycle through here. Um, oh, how could I forget? El- oh, yeah, Elf yeah, is a good, one. a good one. But my Elf my favorite, good. actually, my classic favorite, my go-to is always uh, Holiday Inn. Holiday Inn, so That's yeah. why I brought that one up. Um, like I said, White Christmas. Because um, Holiday Inn's one that you can watch, like... Any time, because multiple holiday. uh, holidays, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rise of the Guardians is another good one that's... Rise of the Guardians. Guardians. Another ho- yeah, a lot Rise of holidays. I think that will have to be on our next year's. Yeah, even uh, though that underrated. one takes place technically at Easter, but it still, you know, does cover all the the bases for really? all the different 
Yeah. No, there's still. Because they, yeah, because they, there's all the Easter eggs get smashed at one point. Like I think it's a Christmas movie. It has to be. No, it just feels like because it, it came out during Christmas and like, and like, uh, all of like, like Santa yeah. Claus and Jack Frost. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah I'm so, again, another one I'm surprised you guys haven't brought up is a Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, it's that's okay. true. Yeah, I like. Yeah, it. I Nightmare like Before it. Christmas is great. Um, it's just because like those ones you, those ones you know. I, for me, I'm like a staple to... kind of thing. Yeah. Corpse uh, Bride is pretty good too. Mm, but that's not Christmas. Yeah. I know. <laughs> and then, you know, like I uh, uh, talked about the claymate. And I know I mentioned this on the Christmas episode last year, but I do love that Jack Frost one where he fights a steampunk army of robots. I fucking love <laughs> It's so weird and ridiculous. Yeah. What? Yeah, the, the, the original Jack Frost claymation. Like the same. Like, oh! Yeah. He fights a, a Russian guy who has an army of steampunk robots with eye, and it's like he's got like his eyes powers. Is, ground- is the groundhog from? Yeah, Groundhogs. he's like, yeah, he's just like, ah, let me tell you a story <laughs> about uh, so Jack weird. Frost. It's weird. It's like, and like Jack Frost is the the groundhog shadow. There's a lot of weird lore in that. That's like the original cinematic universe is all the like like stop motion like holiday movies. Yeah, that is the original cinematic universe. That was. Yeah, that was like the original black because he was originally like a bad guy in something, but like he came back as like had his own thing. He that's like the original Black Widow movie was the Jack Frost claymation movie. <laughs> um, Rudolph and I want Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer mm-hmm. taught mm-hmm. kids not to be racist. That one's important. The Charlie Brown's classic. Oh yeah, Charlie Brown Christmas definitely fantastic mm-hmm. music. Oh, I love the music. Oh. I love it so much. I finally got one. It took. I was like, "Damn, I really haven't seen a lot of Christmas stuff." But I mean, obviously, <laughs> Batman Returns is like my, you know, my go-to Christmas movie. But Black Mirror's White Christmas episode—that one oh. is my favorite <laughs> Christmas episode. That one is so fucking good and Black intense. I was gonna make. Oh my god! Yeah, I was gonna make a joke. I would we were do watching uh, Black when I watched White Christmas for your uh for you haven't you've never seen I was gonna make a joke like oh yeah so you wanted me to watch that episode of Black Mirror White Christmas right Ariel? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never seen the um, Black Mirror. We have probably it's, it's so good. Our third, it's our, our it's third fucking podcast. solid. Get ready to get depressed. Get ready yeah. for the and you're gonna yeah. want it all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but I'm talking about well, like, for, for our third. Third podcast and of of our own cinematic kind of like universe. Um, Derek, you, you could, could oh that. yeah, we have a podcast uh, under undercast company podcast universe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's this one we're in right now. Yeah. But anyway, let's wrap this up. <laughs> we, yeah, we were just kind of like just listing movies for a bit. Yeah. It's well, Christmas. I mean, this is our last episode of the year, you know. It's our special yeah. Christmas episode, so we get <laughs> kind of branch out into all of our other, you know, like all other kind of like Christmas related discussions over here. But um, yeah, let's wrap this thing up. Uh, so um, thanks everybody for for listening and watching. Um, if you can hit that subscribe button on your podcasting app. Um, to make sure that you are always notified when uh, new episodes of the show comes out and continue to hear us babble. Um, please, if you're willing to give us a rating and review, it really helps and um, lets us know what you'd like to hear from us and this podcast because we can only get better with your help. 
um, once again, we have the undercast company. And um, if you're looking, we've kind of mentioned our two new um, kind of new podcasts. Um, a few episodes have been out. We have um, my um, the podcast I host, which is um, You've Never Seen, question mark, exclamation uh, mark. Uh, that where I discuss um, a movie such as me discussing with Derek White Christmas on movies that um, the person has never seen, and but it's considered um, part of pop culture and cinematic history. So um, yeah, if you go and look that up on podcasting app, look out for the Screaming Woman in Green. And then um, Derek has a podcast that he hosts, which is kind of similar, where he introduces um, people to TV shows that they've never seen by providing them with one gateway episode, um, quote unquote, that could introduce and launch a person's interest in this show, in that show. And it's um, called Gateway Episodes. Gateway Episodes. Yeah. Look for mm. the White Archway, um, wherever you get your podcast scene. And so with that, um, thank you to Alan and Derek um, for discussing my favorite Christmas movie with me. And thank you to the bro for discussing it as well. Real fast, uh, I just want to mention, you know, we're at the end of the year here. um, And I just want to mention for the start of next year, we got something cool coming down the pipe. Uh, We're going to be doing a mini series um, on this. uh, So on this podcast. Uh, we're going to be doing a mini series on what I call the uh, big swing movies, which are those movies that are like big and super weird and ambitious that have like a lot of world building and just like they never they t- tend to never make money in the box office, but they are just like a feast for the eyes. Um, mm-hmm. And so we each kind of picked a big swing movie. And um, for this mini series, um, we usually do bi biweekly episodes for underrated, um, but for the ne- for January we're going to be doing one a week. So every Monday in January. Um, you'll be getting a new episode, so we're gonna you guys are gonna get some extra underrated from us talking about these big swings. Um, we've each picked a movie um, that are, falls in this category. My pick was um, Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. Uh, then mm-hmm. we've got Alita: Battle Angel, which was Alan's pick. Tomorrowland, which was Ariel's <laughs> pick, and of course Sergio's pick, the uh, very underrated Gods of Egypt. So, uh, oh yeah, I did pick that one for sure. For some reason, I thought I, I thought I, I thought I picked, cause it's a fucking. How could you not forget about that? You forget it. I thought I picked Jupiter Sending. No, it's not. You always pick. So so wait, um, Tomorrowland, Elite Battle Angel, Valerian, and the Planet of a Thousand Cities, and then, damn. I swear to God, I thought I picked Jupiter's Ascending. That could be another episode. Yeah, like we could do, we could come back to it at some point, do some more big swings. But yeah, those are going to be the four we're talking about for January. So we hope you guys join us for that because um, I love these movies. They're so weird and unique, and and I'm really excited to talk about them. Oh yeah, so this big swing is kind of like a special category of underrated and um, underrated movies, and so uh, we're kind of like going to be possibly in the in the next um year of 2021 kind of like um having these special kind of like months uh mini series every once in a while to kind of um introduce these like kind of like special category of underrated movie Mm -hmm. 
Alrighty. Well, with that, thank you everybody for listening once again and watching us. If you're on the YouTubes and watching this, so thanks for being amazing. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy 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 Hanukkah. And uh, happy Festivus. Passion of the Christ. (laughs) (laughs) That's an Easter movie. Favorite Christmas movie. Uh, Yeah, you're right.